Today, I want you to open your mind, open your mind to the possibility that one day we will make contact with an intelligent civilization in outer space. We have in our possession a flying saucer. It's being flown to higher headquarters. There is a lie being told to everyone. There, there are extra dimensional beings that an earlier precursor of the, um, the space program made contact with. Do you believe are we alone? Is there life after death? This is the Very Normal Show. Introducing Marvel Man and your host, Sarah Martinez. Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to another Paranormal Hour of the Very Normal Show for Friday, February 17th with your host, Vera Martinez. And Marfa Man. And Little Midge. Greetings, humans, aliens, reptilians, star seeds, angels, robots, earth people of this dimension and beyond. We are broadcasting live from the hills of Austin, Texas, bringing you the best, weird, strange, and paranormal topics in this dimensional solar system. The Very Normal Show can be downloaded for later listening on iTunes. Uh, just check out the show archive at blogtalkradio.com slash veranormal. We are so excited for tonight's show oh, as yeah. we bring you a very special guest that will be joining us in the next few minutes. We are interviewing an interdimensional live being as channeled by Jill Mara, part two. So make sure you listen to the part one of this interview in our archives. Write our number down and give us a call. The number is 818 818- Five three two nine seven three nine. Uh, what is our number again, Marfa Man? Uh, it's eight one eight five three two nine seven three nine. Whether you're working, driving, or just at home, and join us tonight. Sit back, relax, and let us take over. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good. It's good to be back in Austin. Welcome Let's, back. Thank you, guys. Welcome the yeah. three of us. I know. Back at it. It's so much more fun. Heck yeah, that's right. What's, it's a what's, rainy, it's a rainy night. Yeah, I got yeah. a lot of heat light, uh, heat lightning out there. Mm-hmm. Heat lightning, mm-hmm. or it's just not regular. Lighting? I don't know, man. It's still a little warm out there. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's foggy. It's, it's what's going the difference? Hmm. What's the difference? Look, I know I'm taking that anatomy and physiology class, but I, I can't, I can't talk about that. I don't really. <laughs> he doesn't I know. haven't, I haven't covered that chapter yet. He just, right. he just said heat lightning. He doesn't really know. <laughs> I think it's condensation. Oh, condensation. Okay. <laughs> it's probably the chemtrails. <laughs> well, all right. Speaking of, uh, I've been I've been traveling a lot, uh-huh. and guess what's popping up all over every state that I go? What chemtrails? It's pretty weird. Yes, I've seen some I've, articles out there, some new ones. I, nothing I wanted to mention. They weren't that good. It was just mentioning them. Yeah. Oh, in in the news, mm-hmm. those people are starting to talk more about them. Definitely. I just want to know what they are. We need to do a show on it. We really do. We need to. Well, let's have that. Yeah. Schedule that. I mean, it's out there. What is it? Exactly. Anyway. Well, now that we're talking about weird stuff, how about we listen to some weird but true? Oh yeah. Weird but true. 
Yo, this is your Weird But True with Marfa Man. Here's something we've talked about before, guys. Was the moon landing faked? We've talked about it. Anyways, you got to wonder why it's been over 40 years and we haven't landed again. Um, a batch of photos have actually surfaced, um, and they are actually posted on, of course, NASA's site. So, I just want you to uh, hear this. Uh, there are these photos. I'm going to show you guys because I printed them up. But if you guys want to go to, I, I don't know, NASA's website. I think it's maybe NASA.com. I don't know. But um, these men are practicing a low-gravity conditions that will encounter on the moon. But even in the analog age, it was still possible to retouch pictures and rolls of film to edit the harnesses in these pictures. I want to show you these guys. You, uh, Ninj, take a look. Okay. You can... You can see these guys, they're basically like... Okay, it looks look like a... Training, it, it maybe. It looks like a crazy ride from like one of those really sketchy amusement parks. Right. Like a, these uh, guys are going sideways, yeah. they're on harnesses. Okay, yeah, they got like uh, maybe... Oh, wow. Eight to ten wires attached to them, and they're laying sideways. I mean, it could be train a training oh, thing for the moon. But I see. They're basically doing wire work. It's a, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, and these are actually on NASA's site. Okay. So it makes you wonder: Are these? Uh, do all these pictures uh, point to the amazing amount of time and resources NASA squandered on their alleged trip to the moon? I don't know. Uh, That's what do you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you never know. And there's a picture here that I wanted to show you. I'll hand this off to you in a second. It's a module that went on the moon, and you can see that it's a very it's a very big one right here that was portrayed on the moon, but then you see a guy right here with a little miniature one. Because ah. a lot of speculation says that they created these things uh, for, the, for the moon hoax. Um, they were all miniaturized. A lot ah. of things were miniaturized. Well, there is a, there is a uh, conspiracy theory out there saying that, that all that footage was shot in a studio. <laughs> yeah, I know. Stanley Kubrick's. Studio. Kubrick? Yeah. Hmm. I haven't heard that. That's yeah. pretty cool. Oh, you well, haven't seen that? Yeah, there's there's like, I think it's a documentary or something. Yeah, there's a documentary, I think. that was He'd fun. be one that could be able to pull it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really mm-hmm. interesting. All right. Well, what do you call someone who believes the moon landing was faked? <laughs> uh, wait, wait. Guess it. Um, a Looney Tune? Very good, but no, I was going to go with that. A Lunar Tick. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm getting close, man. I almost did. I'm, mo- right, I'm right on your heels. You, <laughs> you are. I almost did Mooney Tunes, but but Baby Snakes told me not to no, do it. No, no, no. I like yours. I like, I like yours. I like yours. Yeah. <laughs> All right, three more, y'all. We'll keep it quick. Okay. Land, landing to crashing. Let me read this headline, y'all. UFO. Very, you're gonna like this. UFO explodes and crashes in South Carolina. Oh, you oh were just gosh, there. I was just there. Yeah. What, date, what was the date? Was that the was date? Monday. Now, there's footage of this, and wow. I've seen it. I think I just missed it. Where, where in South Carolina? I believe it's Spartanburg, wow. which I don't know I don't the geographical location of that. But uh, early Monday morning was very disturbing to many upstate, upstate uh, South Carolina residents who witnessed an unidentified object streaking through the sky, exploding and apparently crashing. A very bright light accompanied by an explosion shortly after 2 a.m., uh, while others felt tremors from the nearby crash. Uh, you can actually mm. see the video. It, this thing is coming down really fast, and it lights up, and 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 you see an impact. You really, really? do. You yeah. see debris? Do you see a debris field? Maybe, blow maybe. Up? Kind I of. See this video. It kind of like disappears into a crash. So if something's covering if it. If I'm gonna search this on YouTube, what oh do I yeah, search? just South Carolina mm-hmm. UFO crash. Yeah, okay. yeah, you'll find it. Wow. And this is interesting. But the, uh, Fox, Fox station in Carolina, their security cameras actually caught it. 
<gasps> really? Yeah, so you can see that so too. The network Fox <laughs> actually got it. That's wow. good. That's that is really a good It's one. worth checking wow. out. Um, um, okay. So they say Fox, whose own security cameras caught the shrieking object. Many callers reported seeing the sky event all across the region. Uh, a, a lady that you'll see when you uh, look this up, um, Cindy Stubbs of Fountain Inn, told Fox, I saw this big bright light that made the sand almost sparkle. It was so bright it scared me. And she said it was in front of her. All this sparkling stuff was in front of her. Really? Yeah, she was saying it was like purple and stuff. Probably yeah, well, the speculation is is um, there was about uh, that it might be a meteor, of course. Oh yeah, you know, of course. Um, they had over thirty calls um, that night about that. Hmm. Um, scientists say uh, the type of meteor is actually specified. It could be a bolide meteor that comes in. It heats up and then uh, it breaks apart in three or four pieces, and it glows bright blue, white light. Hmm. Wow. So, um, like I said, there's at least two videos out there. Check them out. Um, however, no crash site has been found. Hmm. Convenient. Oh, Very. of course, of course. So, is it a UFO or is it an IFO or a NoFO or a NoFO? <laughs> <laughs> NoFO. <laughs> um, meteor right or meteor wrong? <laughs> I'm gonna go with meteor right. All right. <laughs> Continuing on. <laughs> Speaking of crashes and meteorites, H2O, oh no. The remains of a 1.5 million wide, 10 billion ton meteorite are causing problems for a small Iowa town. 74 million years after it crashed onto the Earth's surface at 45,000 miles an hour. The Des Moines Register reports that 1,600 residents of Manson, Iowa are struggling to locate a site for the town's well due to the geographical impact of the meteorite. The crash created the underground Manson Crater which has a diameter of 24 miles and reaches into four neighboring counties. It's, a hard, it's hard to predict exactly what uh, we're going to hit, states uh, geologist Robert Libra. It's a jumbled mess. Um, an, ex- uh, an explainer on the Iowa Geographical Water Survey site explains that while Manson Crater uh, meteorite wasn't enough to wipe out the dinosaurs, it hit, it hit Earth early, like uh, n- nearly 10 million years prior to actually that. Uh, nonetheless, it had comparable effect on prehistoric Iowa. The impact is said to equal 10 trillion tons of TNT, resulting in an ec- el- wait, electromagnetic wait, wait, blast. Wait, wait, wait. 10 trillion? 10 trillion tons of TNT, this blast. Whoa. Mm-hmm. It was 130 miles uh, wide. Uh, that's like, is that bigger than the atomic bomb? That's, uh, that's funny you, uh, you mentioned that. Do um, so we really want to go there? Wow. <laughs> well, um, to be honest... Just for FYI, um, uh, the asteroid blamed for wiping out the dinosaurs and most life on Earth 65 million years ago is estimated to have been nine miles in diameter, equivalent of a one million Hiroshima nuclear bomb. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so that puts it in perspective. Yeah. What yeah. wiped Pretty out crazy. the dinosaurs. Right. Yep. That's amazing. That's, mm-hmm. Wow. So um, uh, now after years of struggling to find a sustainable water source, engineers uh, at the Iowa Department of Natural Resources say they may have come up with a solution, drilling for water near the crater center. They speculate that the crater center is home to Iowa's softest water, sort of like Armageddon with like Bruce Willis, you know, drilling in the middle of the, you know. Yeah. That's what I thought. Anyways, so um, hopefully they can get to that old space water. Yummy. I wonder how much that meteorite wine. Get yourself a bottle of space water here. (laughs) 
only like 50 bucks a buck. <laughs> Don't give anybody ideas. It tastes good. All right, meteorites to aliens in the White House. This, this tag, Eisenhower met with ETs, says ex-government consultant. Didn't you just tell me I, that? I sent you that. I just talked about this briefly, wow. so we were going to end this with this. Yeah. I just read this last week. This is ex-government consultant. It's true that the 34th commander-in-chief, Chad, if you will, with aliens at a New Mexico airbase. No proof has ever been surfaced to confirm this president meets alien tail. However, according to Eisenhower, an FBI officials arranged for the Out of This World Summit at the Holloman Air Force Base. Um, this is what uh, uh, Good said. Aliens have made both formal and informal thousands of people throughout the world from all walks of life. Um, he is actually uh, in lecture and former consultant to the con- to Congress and the Pentagon. Good claims that the governments have had an ongoing contact with ETs for many years. Eisenhower uh, reportedly looking aliens supposedly unfolded while the president was vacationing in one of my favorite places to vacation, California, in 1954. Um, whether you believe this story or not, an interesting story reared its head in 2010. A retired New Hampshire state representative, Henry McElroy Jr., video announcement in which he revealed seeing a secret briefing document intended for Eisenhower. McElroy contained information that aliens were in America and that Eisenhower could, to the best of my memory, this brief was per, uh, pervaded with a sense of hope and it informed Eisenhower of the continued presence of extraterrestrial beings here in the United States of America, said McElroy of the video. That's, that's very, that's cool. That's very cool. Pretty interesting. You, you, know, you know what I really like is that <clears throat> A lot of people are starting to talk about. They're kind of coming out of the woodwork with their stories now. They're getting older. They're starting to, you know, some of them are starting to about to die soon. So they're they're telling. Especially the astronauts on all the Apollo missions yeah. we talked about. Yeah. They are coming out. So I think the next few years we're going to start seeing a lot more of these stories popping up. Then what's funny is is um, a lot of times I do humorous stories for the show, and I was telling you that I I couldn't find these types of stories. Three four months ago, I and really couldn't. Are. And mm-hmm. as since January, um, these stories are popping up on CNN. Well, Fox. I think I know what has caused a lot of um, kind of light shed a lot of light on this is that NASA just released all those images from I think Hubble. Yep. And now anybody can be a UFO uh, hunter, basically, and look and watch the footage and, and look through video and, and photos and. It's really caused a lot of, uh, you know, shed a lot of light on on the UFO community. So it's pretty neat. It's going to be a big year for it, and especially um, in a, in one of our next uh, few shows. I'm going to be talking about how much, how many celebrities are actually coming out and talking really? about this. Yeah, celebrity Ooh. sightings or celebrity, celebrity yeah. encounters. Yes, very yes. cool. And there's a bunch. Mm. Look forward to that show. All right. Well, I think. Um, Maybe one of these aliens should run for president this year in the upcoming election. Who knows? Maybe they are. This is your weird but true. <laughs> We're the Marva Man. <laughs> well,
there you have it, another very strange segment of Weird But True. Hold on to your thinking caps, open your minds, and get ready for tonight's show. But first, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. If you just logged in, we are The Very Normal Show. If you want to check us out, please go to www.verynormal.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Are you guys ready for guests of tonight? Yes, I'm very excited. Part mm. one was awesome. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm looking forward to continuing on, on this. And maybe we'll get some calls out there tonight to uh, ask Simeon some questions. Uh, I challenge you, everyone, if you had allied me from Seventh Dimension, if you have the opportunity to ask a question, what would you ask? Yeah, we need some We need some good questions. Our number is 818-532-9739. No, 39. 39. I'm totally <laughs> missing out tonight. Like, three how many nights? times I do? Three nights. <laughs> good night. So I went to Subway the other day, and I wanted to order a foot-long meatball sandwich, and I asked them for a football. <laughs> Did they give it to you? Yeah. And then he said it back to me on accident. And I was like, wow, you guys should call it that. It's a football. <laughs> I don't feel mind. bad then. Someone's been hanging out with you too long. So, yeah. so what was that number again? 818-532-9739. Give us a call. Our guest for tonight is the author of the channel book, Keys to Soul Evolution, A Gateway to the Next Dimension. She's a conduit for higher dimensional beings. Jill is now going by her soul name, Amariah, and has dedicated her life to sharing her ability to bring messages of spiritual growth to humanity. Everyone, please welcome Amariah. How are you? I'm great, and you guys sound wonderful, too. I love hearing your humor and your lightheartedness about it all. It's great. Oh, thank <laughs> you. It's good to hear you. Uh, we're very excited about you being back. Thank you for doing another show with us. This is exciting. Sure. Thanks for having me back, and um, hopefully we'll have some interesting insights into this uh, session as well. Yeah, well, um, I emailed uh, Mariah, and I told her, okay, I have all these questions, and I send her, like, I don't know, two pages of questions. (laughs) And she said, well, yeah, I appreciate that. You know, it's really interesting. All of those topics are very valid, very interesting. Obviously, we can cover everything, um, you know, with one session. And they were, like, really, really deep questions. Um, So I kind of summarized a little bit, and I gave you guys a few questions. Um, I'm not sure. I guess my main question that I would like to ask Simeon um, when they come through um, I think everybody knows pretty much what's ascension, uh, what's the uh, evolution of consciousness. We kind of already know yeah, all that. Give, why don't you give everybody out there like... Well, don't put me on the spot like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> but anyway, like, I mean, my main question is, who and what can make it through the gateway? Ooh. Everybody talks about this gateway, this this ascension that will happen, and it's coming, and it's already happening, awakening, all these things. 
Now, ascension to the fifth dimension, um, I kind of have an idea of what's going to happen. But it's like, how do we know that we'll make it? Do you know? That's one question that I have. Um, I don't know, Mariah, should we ask questions to to see me on as they are uh, coming through, or should we just give you an idea of what the questions that we have right now? Well, I would say just ask them. Wonderful. Uh, you know, just ask okay. them. Maybe they'll just come through and talk about it. I, I don't, you know, knowing that you're interested in that topic. Do you know what? But maybe you, they, they might actually just say ask questions. I'm not okay. actually sure. And you know what's funny is <laughs> when you give me that list of questions, I look at it and I go, oh, my gosh, I I don't know. <laughs> we answer these questions, and it's a really strange feeling to be going on a radio show, being asked questions that you don't know the answers to. I mean, I have an idea because I, you know, have been, I was the conduit for this information in this book, which is pretty dense. Even when I read it today, it's it, all the information has so many layers that it's new to me every time I read it. Because mm-hmm. I'm evolving just like everybody else, and so it's. I looked at it, and okay, now I'm at a different level, and I, I understand it at a different level. And I, so I'm still grappling with all this information. And so it's like, part of me is like, thank God they're talking and not me because I can't, I can't really give you a cohesive answer to these questions. And they're pretty intense questions. So and you mentioned something. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, on our last interview, I noticed that right before I was going to ask a question, they were already answering. I, I didn't really? notice that too. Hmm. So I was running out of questions. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> already on it. So maybe it'll really? happen today again because I, I had so many questions. It's crazy. So we'll just yeah. get to the ones that are relevant for tonight, I guess. Okay. So we'll we're ready whenever you're ready. So how about okay. we take a break and then uh, we'll give you a few minutes and then. Start the we'll start the channeling. Real quick, if um if anybody out there listening uh, wants to call in with a question, uh, give us a call at eight one eight five three two nine seven three nine, and we'll be taking calls tonight uh, later on for some questions. So do give it. Us a call. Do it. <laughs> do it. Go ahead. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do Just it. imagine. Why would you ask? I want to seven dimension light beam. I want to know if they watch any of our movies here. Well, and what can, would be the best sci-fi movie according to them? Well, coming right up after this <laughs> short break, you will get your question yes. answered.
we are back. If you just logged in, we are the Vernormal Show. You want to check us out, please go to www.vernormal.com. You can also find us where? On Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, and in your car streamed at Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, why don't you, why don't you tell them about paranormal. that? Because a lot of people don't know that when they're driving, stuck in traffic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, what a better time to catch our show. Hey, I would. I I love listening <laughs> to music and talk shows and all kinds of stuff in my car. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, it's pretty good. That's it. That's your like. I love driving down dark, desolate roads and talking about aliens. I alien can't. I, 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 I don't. Grew, I just get scared. I grew up listening to to the radio about aliens and stuff. I doing my too. long this my long car drives from uh, from New York to Colorado. And it was it was just awesome to listen to them talking about UFOs and getting scary, you know, getting scared because you're way out in the middle of nowhere and you could be abducted, you know. It was pretty cool. What? It's, well, <laughs> leaving your guys' studio every night is pretty scary. Our previous studio. Yes. The yeah, previous studio. Yeah, we were back in the in – the, kind of in the country, oh, the yeah. hills. Yeah. Yeah. I expected Bigfoot. There's, I expected there's no light. Jason to jump dark. out. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's 10 minutes to a major road, and uh, <laughs> there's been a few times where I've been low on gas. <laughs> and, it's not that and good bad. good luck getting some cell phone reception out there. Oh, that's true. You, ne- you never know when it's going to be like Friday the 13th either. Oh, hey, then guys, even, then we even got one coming up, and we got two more this year. I guess we better come to you, because you're I, not leaving the house. I rigged it. <laughs> I'll have to drive. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what. Driving from New Mexico to Austin, yeah. that was the perfect time yeah. to listen to I some love that radio. Drive. I don't, but it was good to you know to listen to some radio shows, some yeah. normal radio shows. It was really really cool. That's a pretty drive. No, it's not. I, I What's love... pretty about it? It's flat. There's nothing to look at other than those oil looking, scary looking machines. And then hook a right. Or did you go up to San Angelino or San I don't know. The Texas side, it was like just really All Texas. <laughs> scary looking. Anyway. Okay. Let's get back on track here. For any other listeners, I've seen some people trying to call. Don't be shy. Our number is eight one eight five three two nine seven three nine. Three night. I said it again. Did I say it again? Football? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mariah, are you ready? 818-532-9739 tonight. We are ready. Oh. Hi, Simeon. How are Hello, you? And yes, we are welcoming your questions. We are Simeon, the Evolutionary Collective. We would like that to make that clear to you so you are aware that this is the consciousness that is coming through at this moment. It is important when you are connecting with any kind of being that they allow themselves to present who they are and that as you are experiencing it, that you feel the energy of that consciousness as it is presenting itself to you. And as we do so to you, as a collective of light beings from a seventh dimensional perspective, you will feel our energy if you are open to that frequency. And that is up to you in your own mindset, in your own consciousness, to allow this to happen. And we suggest that you bring your consciousness alive in that sense by asking yourself to be open. And this is all that is required. And as you do so, you are allowing the energy that comes with the words that we are speaking to be 
transmitted, if you will, into your being. And this will allow you to understand the information on a deeper level of consciousness. Because as you understand that the universe is all energy, and that you are energy, and that you are not quite as physical as you think you are, or that the physical is a representation of the energy of the universe. So in this sense, we ask you to recognize this as you receive the information that is coming through, that an understanding be realized that it is not just intellectual information, that there is energy behind the information that you are receiving on a deeper level of consciousness, and even the cells of your being as you are a collective unit, as a physical consciousness, as a physical being, that is not just a singularity. So that all of your energy, all of the being of who you are, can receive this information, you see. So we are asking you to be open on that level of consciousness. Okay. And with that, we are going to ask you to proceed with your questions because we know that you have so many and we would like to allow you to receive the information that is within your heart. Okay. Um, I was saying earlier, we have a well idea of what ascension is and evolution of consciousness, but who and what can make it through this gateway, this ascension? That is a wonderful question, and you must understand that all of you, every being in the universe can make it through this ascension, can make it through an evolutionary step. And this is an opportunity in this time period in which you exist for you as a species to reach a next level of evolution, you see. So all of you may, all of you at any time in all of your history have been able to transcend into your next level of awareness, and some of you have done so, and you call them ascended masters. Now in your civilization, now in this period of your history as a species on the planet, you have the opportunity to move en masse, to move forward as a species, and each of you as souls within the within the physical nature that you are existing in, have the opportunity to bring the species forward, you see. And the species of humanity is a representation of consciousness in this universe. It is one representation of the consciousness that exists. It is not the only experience that one may have as a soul. So when we say all, we mean all. Everyone has this opportunity. Will all take the opportunity? That depends on an individual's choice. And as we see the energy has, the way the energy has moved, and we read energy vibrations as waves of consciousness, and the stats that is available at the moment, the energy wave we are reading, is that humanity is ready to move forward. And this is a good answer for you. This means that there is enough of you to bring the entire species forward through this gateway. And when we say gateway, you must understand that this is a change of awareness, this gateway. It is not as if you are walking through a literal gate. You are opening your eyes to the gateway. It is your own choice of perception, you see. 
And some may use the analogy at this time of an hourglass. Do you understand that perception of an hourglass with sand going through a fine area that then widens out? Yeah. That's used to measure time, you see. But this is the way the shift is can be visualized. Because what is happening is there is an opening and it is actually a narrowing. Mm-hmm. And those that are say, if you are all grains of sand, that those that are the finer grains of sand will go through that opening and will come out the other end. And those that are more dense will not go through the opening. But they will continue on in a place on the other side, if you will. They will not continue to the next level. They will stay on that side what you are calling a 3D reality. And they will either exist in this plane continually or they will move on to another, you see. And that might mean a death of the physical body and then a rebirth somewhere else where their consciousness can continue on that level. Or they may decide to stay within the earth that is continuing as a 3D reality because there will be an earth that continues. But it will be an earth that is um, experiencing a lot of hardship and struggle. And it will not be chosen by most that decide to stay. There is no oh. judgment in this, you see. Mm-hmm. It is it is constant that energy is evolving. Energy as consciousness. And consciousness has levels of awareness. And evolution is the constant development of one's awareness, of the awareness of consciousness. And as the awareness develops, it sees more, it feels more, it senses more of what it is in the universe. And then this changes the perception and changes the reality altogether. Does it answer this this question, or would you like to delve into an aspect of it? No, it does answer the question. Um, I guess us being such physical beings, um, would you... Paint a picture. How is the process of human evolution is it going to look like? Uh, is it going to be in the same world, or are we going to just disappear and then appear in another dimension? This is a very difficult question for most of you to visualize. We understand that this is a concern. How is this going to happen? What will it look like? How is it possible? Mm-hmm. And the question is very valid because you are going into a perception that you have not yet had. So naturally, you don't know what it looks like. What look like, will look like? Right. And as you open your perception, you will begin to see more and more of what it does look like. And it is difficult for us to describe it to you because you have no reference point. And we will say a couple of things here. One, you are creating what this new world will look like. This is important to understand. But in order to do that, you are expanding your awareness. So you will be seeing more of your reality. You are not changing your physical world and are going to step through a door and then in another world exists. Okay. You are gradually opening your your ability to see more of what it is that you have created, what it is that you are living in. You will be able to see past the illusion of the physical structure. Mm. Mm. You see, 
And if you can look at it that way, the physicality will become more transparent in a sense because your consciousness will see what it is made of. Your senses that appear to be physical to you are becoming less standard within that physical and less restricted by and limited by the physicality of it. And that is why there is such an interest in other forms of perception. And this is wonderful, and we congratulate you for presenting this show that you do and for having the insight to expand your consciousness, expand your awareness and your view of the world because you are opening eyes to a new way of looking. And part of this is changing one's belief so that they may see more. Because as you believe one thing, you will only experience that one thing. If you only believe Mm -hmm. something is a certain way, that is all you will ever experience. And what is happening for humanity now is that they are being challenged to believe that there is more. And as you believe there is more, you see there is more. And as you see there is more, you have the ability then to create more. Because you are creating this reality. And thus far, you have created a limitation on yourselves in many different ways. And you can see this in your sciences. You can see this in a variety of ways in which we do not need to get into. Right. See how that humanity has limited their views, and when someone in your society does break through those boundaries, how it changes everything. You see. So when when do you say and now you are doing that on mass? Mm-hmm. When when do you say you'll see more and you'll experience more? That I mean, that has to do with everybody in the world. Every you know, scientists, teachers, anybody. I mean, it, it would just reflect in everybody's work in general because your consciousness is so much more open. So do you do you mean like technology will be more advanced? Or me, we as humans are going to be able to use hidden potentials? The second is correct, and that will cause the previous statement to occur. Oh. As you, your abilities are activated, and there is much to be said about this, because it is actually a physical change that is happening. It's an energetic change that is causing a physical change. And your being, your, your actual biological DNA is being activated on another level. And it is be changing your actual physical form. And that changing of physical form is going to activate abilities, and already is. And it's activating abilities that will then cause individuals to see things differently, to be able to see more. Now, this will be different for each individual because there are actual inclinations. There are talents and abilities that each of you have. They're not all the same. So some of you will be able to see through time. Some of you will be able to see into the molecular structure of objects and see that they are energy and have a perception of that. Some will be able to commune with the consciousness of objects, you see, and see that they are energy. While others will be developing the ability to connect with beings from other universes, other galaxies, other dimensions, and will be able to translate that information and and have the ability then to share that knowledge and that veil between 
realities is thinning. So that is an example of seeing more, hearing more, feeling more. You will be able to see the energy of each other in a way that you do not now. And many of you are noticing this, that your, your telepathic, as you call it, abilities are being activated, or that you are sensing more about one another. Some of you are seeing through time in the sense that you are seeing your past lives and having that kind of experience. Wow. You see you are becoming more aware of your multidimensional self and the multidimensionality of everything in your environment. And this is causing, and this will and is causing an uprising of natural talents that as you move forward into those abilities, it opens up all kinds of arenas in, in your fields of study. And those that do not naturally flow into this consciousness, you see, of, of opening, are going to find that they're, clo they're closing themselves off. If you are closing yourself, yourself off, your reality will not move in that direction, you see. So it, 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 what is required in order to move into this next dimensional reality is an openness to this change, an openness to perceiving differently and to allowing this activation within yourselves. And as it happens with each individual, then it creates collective consciousness, a force of energy mm. that then moves the reality forward, you see. And you ask, well, is it going to happen in one moment? It is not going to happen one day. It is happening already. Oh. And if you would allow yourselves to accept the awarenesses that, you, that is shifting, then you will notice more of it. Okay. So there is an acknowledgement, you see, that is necessary as you acknowledge changes and give them credence, then you are creating more of the same. Um, you spoke of awareness, you spoke of perception and specific individuals, and I'm just curious as to what your awareness is as to what the three of us do and your perception of what the three of us uh, are doing with, with this show and, and our lives here. We are in great support of what you are doing because you are raising consciousness. You are, you are causing individuals to think differently, to think outside of the box. And you must understand that there is no right or wrong answer in any of it, and that is not the pursuit. But the pursuit should not be to find a right and a wrong, and a truth or a not truth. What is truth is what you find within yourselves, and what you then bring forth, and what you decide to create as truth. And this is quite an important statement, because it is what is so misunderstood within humanity, that you think you are looking for an answer outside of yourselves, and that something is real and something is not. And you do not understand that the consciousness is what is creating what is real and what is not. Mm. So what you are doing, we congratulate, because you challenge the norm, the usual, and you are getting individuals, your audience, yourselves, to think outside of what is set as a limitation of humanity. And you are causing individuals to start to think about possibilities. And it is up to you to decide what possibilities you would like to see created in your universe. Because if you all decide that you never 
can imagine the idea of experiencing connections with beings from other universes or other galaxies or other planets or whatever, then you will not. And that is a period. It is up to you to expand your consciousness to accept that possibility. When you accept it, you make it possible. You must understand that. But it is so far beyond just the idea of it. Because you are actually creating it with your consciousness. Now, do humans on the fourth, fifth dimension, uh, do they still need government agencies? This is an interesting question. <laughs> there, when your idea of government, what is your idea of government? Because when we hear the word govern, we are presuming that you need something to govern your activity. Oh. And this is what government has been for your civilization. And you have decided as a society and as a planet, really, that you need something to govern your peoples, to govern your consciousness. Why do you need this? You think that for some reason you have no ability to do this as individual consciousness. And this is preliminarily a problem with the awareness level thus far. And this is what is changing, is that you have no need to be governed because you actually have a powerful consciousness within you. You are all amazingly powerful beings and you need no governing. Wow. Is, Mitt, is Mitt Romney a, an alien? What kind of question is that? Is Mitt Romney an extraterrestrial? Is who are you speaking? Well, what? he's a, he's a, he's one of our presidential uh, candidates coming up. Or maybe are they any you are asking just, about the presidential... We would like to say one thing about this presidential candidacy. Mm -hmm. Understand that there is a lot of influence behind that. Ooh, alien. And it might not necessarily be what you would like it to be. Mm. And that there is no... Again, this goes to the idea of being governed. Mm -hmm. And do you need to be governed by any being? Oh, wow. Wow. Well, and we none of the none of the uh, the so-called candidacies that you have within your system are going to do anything good for your populations, because you do not long no longer need to have that type of government. It is up to the individuals to recognize their their own self validation, to understand that they can govern their own being. And this may not be a popular answer with your system presently. But we wish to tell you, think outside of it entirely. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yes, in a sense, there are many souls on your planet, of course, that are from elsewhere. And that was designed particularly so that there would be help with the raising of consciousness from within your system. Because it wasn't allowed that there should be influence from directly from elsewhere, you see. So by being born within the human physical reality, 
many of these beings from elsewhere can influence from within. And that was considered acceptable because they would forget who they were. But they have the energy of those beings. But do not look to a leader outside of yourselves to bring you forth into a new reality and to get things done for you. Well, why are these candidates all uh, pretty much just unappealing? Because they have nothing to do with you and your reality and your choices. Mm. There are those that consider that they need to empower you as beings on the planet, and they have done so quite successfully for some while, as you can see, because you believe that you do need to be governed. And they have taken advantage of this. And they have given you all kinds of rules that you think you need. You think you need them in order to keep some kind of a sanity. And this is only true because they have led you to believe that you cannot do it yourself, that you cannot govern your own consciousness, that you are inferior beings. What about law and protection? Like, like you know, um, human rights, like things like that. Like what what do you do against people that want wants to harm you? Do you feel right now that there are people around you that need to harm you? We ask everybody that is listening. Are do you feel right now that you are in a state where you have the potential of having harm done to you right now? Well mm, like physically, emotionally Maybe emotionally. I have a few people that yeah, emotionally want to, you know. Well, I have some, I don't want to go into details, but yeah, I have some a situation where I feel that these people are not to the best of my interest or my family's interest. As you believe, so shall you create, you see. Ah. And so, you can change that attitude. And this is your power and this is what they don't do not want you to know. Oh, that there okay, is no such it. thing as anything that can harm you, anything in the universe, whether it's your friend, family, or a someone from another planet. That you have the power oh to my God, I just like that state. How many times have the you The harm being done, the harm not being done. And so when you realize this, when each individual realizes this, you no longer need to worry about any kind of harm, you see. And therefore you do not need a police state. Right to keep harm from you because you understand the power of your consciousness to keep yourself safe and to know that you are safe. And as your awareness develops, you will be able to read the energy of everyone around you. First, you will not attract the energy to you. If by some via, some accident in your consciousness, something gets in or there's a remnant of your old belief systems, and as you are gradually changing, you are letting go of old belief systems. But as things gradually happen, you will, there will be still some energy, perhaps, that you have held on to of old belief. And you, can, you allow that energy in. But you will be able to read it as your awareness develops. And you will then recognize that you have created it in your life. And you will be able to read and see the meaning of it and shift your consciousness away from it. This is the power that you have. Yeah. As yeah. beings, you see. I absolutely. And this is what you need to it. realize. That's it. 
it is it is breaking free from a set of beliefs. It's true. We we are slaves from so many sets of beliefs. Yeah. Cultural, religious, you know, all kinds Every of set of beliefs that people put on themselves and they limit themselves to their true potential. Not to not, not to even talk about the ego. Um we have a caller, caller with area code 219. Um you're on the air, do you have a question? Uh yes. What types of body changes physically will we be expecting to experience? And then number two, how can we raise our vibration? Very lovely question. And they are related, of course, because as you are raising your vibration, you are changing the vibration of your physical body. And the raising of the vibration all happens in your consciousness and your decision in the way you are thinking, your thought patterns and your emotional patterns. And what is important to consider in those patterns is the intentions behind them, because within the intention is your frequency. So again, if your intention is to be afraid or your intention is to harm, then you are creating that energy within your within your body, within your consciousness, and that translates into your body, see? And that is a denser frequency. Whereas if you are thinking of your partners, your friends, in a loving way, in a forgiveness, in an appreciation, in an acceptance, that frequency affects you, affects all the energy around you, affects those individuals as well, mind you, and translates to every cell in your body and affects the energy of your being. And what is actually happening is that you are lightening. You are lightening in the terms of luminosity and you are lightening in terms of weight as you think of it in your reality. And your whole entire body will become less dense. And this is hard for you to comprehend. Are you with us? Yes. Okay. You, it is hard for you to understand it right now, but you are going to start experiencing things that will tell you that you are lightening your physical body. And it is... It is something that is on an individual basis and you will feel it. And we are doing a series of transformation series that we are channeling every month through this channel. And you can sign up with her on her site for that because it is a series that we feel is important to give you ideas of what these changes that you are asking about would look like. And one that we have relayed recently was about a time shifting, the experience of time shifting. And your bodies are actually not being, as they lighten and brighten, they are not so confined by the not only physical reality, but the time within the physical reality. Because time does not exist as you perceive it, you see, in reality. And you will be seeing beyond that time frame. And so time will be more fluid in your experience. And we have described in this transformation series thus far about what that might look like, about time speeding up, time slowing down. You might be feeling like you are jumping through time. And we describe that in more detail. 
That is one symptom. You might find that your physical body is just reacting differently to scenarios. And even your speech will be changing. And you will find that you are not finding words the way you think that you should be finding the words for certain experiences or certain expressions. As even the speech is changing, because you are going to be sensing each other on a different level and you will not need the same type of speech that you do now. And again, we know that you are, what do you, are you talking about, Simeon? Because we do not understand what you mean. And it is difficult for us to tell you because you will have to experience it for yourself. And I, when you um, do, you will think back and you will say, oh, I understand now. Yes, I, I actually am experienced both of those things that you spoke about. Time, and do not uh, fear this and, and, and just allow it to happen and observe it because it is a sign of the change that is happening on your planet and in your physical being. You will find that you will be eating less. Your diets will change. You will find that you might eat, be desiring to eat things that are of a lighter frequency like vegetables. Wow, juices, I'm looking forward to that. Heavy, heavy foods. And when you do eat those heavy foods, you feel a change in your state. And you will start to notice this more more frequently. And oftentimes you will feel like you don't even need to eat at all, but you are just doing it out of habit. Right. Because yeah. as you lighten, you need less. <clears throat> How do and you, you may choose uh... that you eat oh. just for the enjoyment's sake, and you will find that your senses are more acute when you do so as well. You, how do you see us um, as far as the time goes? Uh, do you see us in the state that we are in and the time that we are in right now? Can you see us and communicate with us in years ahead of us, say two years, 10 years, 15 years? What kind of contact do you have in in the time dimension? Well, here's an interesting thing about your reality shift that is going on, is that it hasn't been yet defined. You are defining it as you go, and what we see is probabilities. Now, there is no time, and there, this is a, it's also difficult for you to understand, but evolution is always occurring. Everything is always moving forward in a sense, but it is all happening at one time. So we see your future, past, present, all as one possibility, and it is always changing. You are changing your past right now by the thoughts that you have. Is right now, right now? Right now is right now is right now is tomorrow is yesterday is today. See, there is no right now and there is no tomorrow in the past and the next day. It is all a fluid movement and you are just plugging into the experience of it. And so when we see you your consciousness, we see the waves of energy that are creating various realities. And understand that this is not the only reality. You are experiencing one wave of consciousness. This is something for you to contemplate. So as beings, as civilizations, as consciousness evolves, 
you create new waves of energy that create new realities, and you let go of old ones. And so past of yourself, you are letting go of. They no longer exist, and you are creating new ones. And you are doing the same with your future. And since this is such a huge shift in the reality of the present being on planet Earth, that there is much that is unseen. It hasn't been created yet. There is a big question. So we are seeing probabilities, but there is nothing concrete. So if you look at it as 10, there are, say, 10 probabilities, 10 probable realities that you can create, that have been created, that are being created. As you move your consciousness towards number 11, let's say, a new possibility, you can uh, also letting go of number one reality. Do you understand this? I do. Yes. Yeah, Marfa Man might be having a little hard time. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm on board. We we create as we go. There's nothing set. Okay. That is correct. But on a larger scale, you are creating an entirely new world at this time. And that is what this whole ascension idea is about this process that you're going through right now is that there is no reality yet set but is there a path and that it is there is a path that is always changing and there is a path that you are entirely letting go of is there a guide that will no longer exist you see that will no longer exist in your consciousness because see, you it is a constant wave of energy movement is there You're guidance with that energy? You and letting go. Is there, pardon? I'm sorry, is there a guidance? Is there help? Is there is there something helping us through? There is always something helping us through, all of us. And that is other consciousness that is perhaps more aware than we are right now. Helping us, helping you as we are to see a new perspective. All is one, you see, one consciousness that is experiencing many various ways of being, various expressions. So there is this vastness of experience that is happening, and some are more aware of their experience and more aware of the interconnectedness of their experience than others. And those that are more aware are often helpers for those that are less aware because they have an understanding that they are all connected. And as they help those that are less aware become more expanded in their viewpoints, they are helping the entire consciousness of reality move forward, you see, into a new expression, into new creativity. Everything in the universe, consciousness is naturally motivated to create. Right. Simeon, uh, about a year ago, I started seeing the number um, 1111. Uh, is that a possible sign? Is that my possible sign of ascension? This is a significant number for many of you. And it is set in time, and it is set as a marker for realization you see it is 
sign a, for you to know that you are on a path. And it could be different for individuals, but this is a global sign that is being recognized as it is a collective consciousness, you see, that has created this number. So when you are connected with that, you are connecting to a greater whole of consciousness. But a lot of people notice that, though, and a lot of people refer to that as good luck, 1111. Well, I've heard that. I don't know. For for instance, I my experience has been different. It hasn't really been 1111. It has been since 2009, 3.33 in the morning. Oh. I wake up. 3.33, that's the number that's been following me, and I don't know it's relevant and why it's different than 11.11. 11. Yeah, since 2009, or 8, and, more like 9. And I want to throw out, for about 15 years, I've been seeing 3.14 everywhere. So 11.11, 3.33, and 3.14. What does all that mean? And it, it is different for each individual, you see. There's a collective consciousness that has put a significance to the number 11.11, and there is a numerological interest in in it as well. And you can study that on your own. But we must say that each of you has your own system of guidance, your own sensitivities to certain numbers, to certain numerology. And that may come from your past experiences in life or your essence or the energy of your being mm. has a relationship to a particular numerology, you see. And so you will connect with that. And it has a meaning for you. I mean, the number three has a particular meaning in the universe. It has an energy of its own that has to do with the creativity, you see. Creation is in the mm. number three. Okay. And as you see three threes, clearly there is a tripling of this significance. And it is something that has caught your eye, has it not? And the fact that it has caught your eye and that has been repeating is a message for you. It is telling your consciousness something significant is here. I should pay attention. And it is also telling you that there are signs that can be seen in the physical reality. And often it is your guides, your angelic friends, your guardian angels that are with you, or your higher consciousness that is a multidimensional being that may be from another planet or another dimension, or your wholeness if you are an earth soul that has originated on earth, it may be that your multidimensional self that has contains all of the experiences of your entire uh, lifetimes, your many lifetimes on Earth together as a consciousness. And you may be connecting to that wholeness of yourself. And as you do that, you can see messages in your physical reality. Because your physical reality is just an expression of your soul. Okay. You can look at it as a poetry. It is an art form. And we wish that you would look at it that way more often. It is your creation. And we wish that you would actually enjoy it more and then revel in this process of change that you are going through. Okay. And not take it so seriously as many of you do. <laughs> and that you let yourself lighten up about about the troubles and tribulations of you, what that you see as troubles and tribulations of your physical reality, that you play with it more, that you have appreciation for the artfulness of what you have created. You see? Is there any way to connect to this flow of synchronicity? Is there any exercises that we should do or 
um, I guess, of course, you know, eating healthy to rise our vibrations. But as we evolve, am I, for instance, going to be able to see and talk to my angels in the physical world? Would I be able to be more aware of them or other multidimensional beings? Because that's entirely up to you in your consciousness. And we we didn't go in further into raising your vibration, but raising your vibration is all a matter of where you are you are putting your consciousness and realizing that you are more than your physical body and you are more than your thoughts and emotions. You're more than your identity that you presently think that you are. So if you can realize this in more and more moments, take more and more moments in your reality to comprehend this, to think of it, to recognize that you are more and to look for your own validations of your transformation because it's not going to come from proof from outside and many of you are looking for evidence yes mm-hmm. from the physical world evidence of what is happening and right. the evidence is not going to be there to measure you see only the only measurement that matters and this is important because this is what your development is about the measurement is within the measurement is your own validation, your own experiences. And that's why, that is why things like your 333 and your 1111 and some interesting synchronicity is so important because it's for you. And it is all for you to recognize it within yourself and to know that that is what is important, that you are the power of your consciousness, that you do not need something on the outside, that you are creating the outside from within, not the other way around. So if something's going important thing. If something's going wrong and you look over and you see that number, you're, you're saying we're creating that or or that is a guidance from your higher self or your friends and that if you are open to it that it, that allows you the self-validation of your own consciousness that you are seeing beyond, that you are connecting with others that are beyond you, that we say beyond, but they are not beyond. We all, that is only the way you perceive it, you see. But we are doing that, saying that just for the ease of conversation, because that is the way you perceive. But that there are all these beings, that your life is a spiritual life. It is not you are going to become a spiritual life, or that you're connecting with a spiritual life. It's you recognizing that your life is spiritual, that you are a spiritual being, and that everything you do is spiritual. So as you give validation to these experiences, you are connecting to what you truly are, which is a spiritual being of consciousness that is creating your reality. We are spiritual beings having a physical experience. I read that in a book and I loved it. I totally connected with that. We have a caller with area code 508. You are on the air. Do you have a question? Hi, I believe this is May. Yes. Do you talk to past life? I don't know if I'm confused what I... Tell her to turn her radio down. Yeah, turn the background noise down. Yeah, can you guys turn the TV off for a minute? Do you, do you talk to people who have passed? Is, he, do you talk is to the question about past lives? No, if she's asking, do you talk to uh, people, their spirits of people that have passed away, that have died? Right, right. 
And mm-hmm. are you asking this question to the channel or are you asking this question to our consciousness as seventh dimensional collective? I'm asking it to you. It says paranormal. So this this is the number I dialed and to see, says, see me on. Yeah, see me on. I guess she yeah. she's wondering if you have you're able to contact uh people from they have passed away. We speak to all of your multidimensional selves. And if you asked us to connect with yourself, then we would look at your whole picture, you see, and connect with your consciousness on multiple realities, of multiple realities, which might not just be past lives on planet Earth, might be elsewhere. But we would have to be in connection with you and have your permission to do so. We do not bring this information out to for everyone to hear, and we do not connect with your soul in that way without the permission for it to be done so, you see? So we do connect with you on that level, and we can read your reality and your experiences as a larger soul perspective. Okay. I give you permission. I mean, I'm... Who who do you want her to contact? Is there somebody you want her specifically to talk to? Yes, my sister. Okay, do Simeon, do you have anything? Would you want to con- to connect at this time, or would you want her to just contact you after the show in a different time? What we recommend what do do that to- she do is to connect with the channel because she will speak with your guides and connect you with the answers that you wish to know about your sister and what it is that where she is right now, which we tell you she is moving on and she is helping you as she's moving on with with a perspective on your world, you see. She has moved on as a guide for you and for others. We will say this. And she is has chosen to do this. But it is best for you, if you would like your personal information, that it is best for you to connect directly with the channel so that she can speak with your guides or others that can do so. And the guide will tell you what it is that you need to know at this time, what is important for you to connect with. Okay, and how do I do that? And her website is wwwsimeon 7 the number 7, D. Dot com And I will give more information at the end of the show, and I will also post it on uh, my Facebook. Uh, you can email me, Vera, at veranormal.com, and I can give you more information if you want as well. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Simeon, for um, answering that. And uh, I was going to ask you, what do you think about this mass movement and obsession with ghost hunting and talking to the afterlife? Is that, is that part of... Hmm. Um, part of the uh, evolution of consciousness as well? Well, of course, you, the veil is thinning, so many are seeing more than they did before, you see. And some will be able to see directly into other realities. And you have, must understand that from our perspective, there is no difference between your afterlife and your physical life. We see it quite differently, you see. We do not see them as separate as the way you do. And as you evolve in, in awareness... You become less. It becomes less necessary for you to live a physical reality that, and to then die and become um, a spiritual self. You see, or your soul that is separate. 
Because as that veil thins, like as you go into the next dimensional experience, you will be more aware of your soul energy as a part of your physical reality. And it will be less separate for you. And as you move up the dimensional ladder, so to speak, of awareness, then the division between a physical reality or a physical expression is completely dissolved. And thus, there becomes a point where there is a decision to become physical, to present oneself as a physical being, or to not, you see. Mm-hmm. Are there, there ghosts no in the seventh death. dimension? There is no need for a separation of that reality. And you are asking about the ghosts and yeah, seeing are there, these... Are there ghosts in the seventh dimension? When you say ghosts, we think you are thinking of those that have been physical and have passed over out of your physical reality. and they, But yet have a connection, you see, to your reality. So in our mm-hmm. sense, there is no such thing. We do not experience ghosts because... That is an effect of living as a physical reality, in a physical reality of the third dimension, that you have beings that pass over but are still connected with their experience. Oh. And that depends on their level of awareness as they, if they have been able to move forward or not. And oftentimes there is such a deep attachment to that reality that they haven't been able to detach. Or there is also the case of seeing through time. And there are individuals that can see realities as they happened in a particular location, that a perceived location, and they will see the what you call ghosts of that time. So what they are seeing is through time. They are seeing oh. the experiences of the energy of a place and what happened there, you see. So they are experiencing the energy of another experience in time. And sometimes... There are those of you who will be able to see your own experiences through time also, so you will be connecting to yourself in another reality, in another time period or another, uh, even another place, you see. And it may feel as though you are experiencing what you call a ghost. But oftentimes what you think of as ghosts and what your ghost hunters are looking for is something that happened in a place where there is a continual energy that has remained there. And that is either that, that individual energy of the soul has still has a deep connection with that location and therefore they have not let go. And that therefore others will sense that energy and it will be present. And that is happening more because the veil is thinning and you are, be, you are able to see beyond the 3D and you are moving into a reality where it is less defined between the physical and the so-called spirit realms. Mm. Um. Now, we're, we're currently in an era where we're experiencing a lot of natural disasters. Um, one of the, the worst that, you know, since our existence, we've experienced the, uh, the worst ones in the past, I would say, 10 years. And I'm just curious as to where this may be leading as far as, um, you know, during, during our, our shift over, um, are we, uh, what are we going to experience? Are we going to experience more natural disasters? And also on top of that, is this pointing and to uh, 20, uh, 2012 and what, what, what can we expect from, from, uh, from that day? There is a pressure of frequency shift, you see. That is, it is a word where it is not the best word, but we are using it to help you to understand 
there's a change in frequency. And that change in frequency is causing a pressure on the old energy, on the old systems and the old physicality. It is causing a pressure on the third-dimensional experience, you see. So in that pressure, the planet is the planet is going through growing pains because she is moving into her next reality also, just as you are, and you will be feeling these pressures of the reality of your physical nature also. So if you're feeling the planet herself is feeling these aches and pressures, and it is going to cause a lot of changes in her physical being. It is forcing her to lighten herself, you see. These changes are a natural process, but it is understood, and if you read all the information that we have put forth before this, then you will read about how you can assist her by helping her with her process. That depends on your energies, you see, as a humanity. You can put energies that are supportive of the planet to help her through this process, in which case there will be less natural disasters, so to speak. This earth changes. However, they will be occurring because cha- this change is necessary because there needs to be some awakening and breaking apart of old ways and that is physically of the planet and also and to, to stir change, you see, to change energies in different parts of her being. And she has a, an energetic being with those lines of energy of your planet. There are focal points of energy that are stronger on the planet, and those are shifting as she shifts her energy. And therefore, there will be changes in certain areas and where she needs to let go of certain frequencies or certain densities. And often those densities are created by humanity. And mm. thus she's stirring it up a bit, you see. And you will experience a lot of that happening. So it will, there will also be causes that are human-related. Mm. Is there oh, human-related human disasters? Oh. That, yes, that you have caused because of your disregard for her energies. Right. And this she is causing to break apart, you see. So there, there might be a natural disaster that actually coincides with a human-related cause, you see. And this mm. is something to watch out for. And that you can change, you see, by the energies that you put into the planet and by giving her healing energies, you see. Is there a specific location there is the safest on planet Earth right now? There is absolutely no such thing as a safe place as you would like to hear the answer to. Because each of you has a, well, we're not saying that there is no safe place. We are saying that this is an individual question. Because your consciousness has a choice of where you need to go. And we we are telling you you should be we are asking you kindly to be aware of the frequency that you are attracted to, where you are attracted to. Because uh, there are different reasons why you need to may need to go to a different part of the planet. Some of you have energy that the planet needs in certain okay. areas, or you need yeah. to help other individual souls in that area. If you pay no attention to it, and you go, well, I've heard that this is the safest part of the planet to be on, then you might be missing an opportunity to help planet earth to help your brethren to get through a cycle you see you may need to go to the most disastrous zone on the planet mm-hmm. to help to okay. change the vibration to upraise the consciousness of that area you may need to do that and if you disregard that and we tell you not to go there then you are missing that opportunity 
What, what Some of you do? may need to be creating safe zones. Some of you will be creating safe zones. You will be creating mm-hmm. safe havens of energetic safe havens for a new consciousness to develop. So mm-hmm. there will be gatherings, and there are gatherings happening. Okay. What, what can of we do? Individuals as, that are creating yeah. a new way of living. Real quickly, what, what can we do as humans to um, to help Mother Earth? What is the biggest thing, the number one thing we can start doing right away to help this planet out? To envision a future for planet Earth that is of a healing nature, that is of a higher vibration. Instead of being putting all your attention and energy on what is wrong and the disasters that humanity has caused with their consciousness and with their thinking of themselves and their greed and their concerns of thinking what their ego needs, Right. And they do not need it at all. Being focused more on what is the truth of the individual and how you can assist planet Earth so she can also assist you. So, give, And this is a matter of consciousness. You can visualize the energy of planet Earth in, our, in being vibrant. You can clean the waters of the oceans with your thoughts. You can change mm. the fact that you have given all of your fish mercury poisoning mm. by your thoughts changing. You can mm. clarify everything on your planet with your thought energy, with your consciousness. And instead of giving energy to what you have created that has been detrimental to the planet thus far, it is time for you to create the new vision of the future, of what you wish the planet to be like, and to recognize that it is a part of your being to be in harmony with her, because she is your um, your mother. She is a conscious being that you are a part of. Yes. Yes. Simeon, thank you so much for accepting this interview tonight again. Um, we would love to have you again sometime in the future. Uh, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. You answered a lot of my questions and hopefully opened up minds of many of our listeners. Most important to remember is your own individual power and your own individual consciousness. Look for your personal validations, your inner knowing. That is what is important, you see. And you can then answer all of your own questions. And this is what we hope to see for humanity. Good. There's hope, everyone out there. We'll have a chance to get better. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Simeon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We give you all our light to raise your consciousness and be what it is that you are meant to be. And we bid you farewell. Thank you. Thank you. Farewell. Have a good night. I'm Raya. Mm -hmm. Hi, she just needs a few minutes to talk about. How are you? Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> sorry, it just takes a little bit of um. I'm sure. Yeah. Time. Right, and it. Uh, do you ever get tired after? Do you you feel or do you feel more energetic? I feel more energetic. <laughs> Almost. Good. 
Yeah, very energizing, very energizing. But then, and then at some point, I'll just like pass out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mariah. It's kind of like we... an energetic and a tire mm-hmm. at the same time. It's like I an know. energetic, but it's also a oh my, you know, I just feel like I've just given been given so much. <laughs> I well, have to process it myself. So. Right. Um, we have two minutes left, but I want to say real quickly to your listeners, if they want to reach you as a channel to get advice and have uh, a session, um, your website is www.simeon7d.com. Your email is sharing at simeon7, the number 7d.com. I will post this on my Facebook as well. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Mariah. We'll keep in touch. It was a pleasure having you again tonight. Thank you for having me. You have a good night. And um, it was just amazing. Uh, everyone, thank you so much. Please remember, we are not experts, just big paranormal fans. Be skeptical, but be open-minded, too. And together, let's continue the search for answers. Thank you, everyone who listened. Um Best wishes and be open-minded. Wake up. Wake up. Enlighten yourselves. Let's all together think for a better earth. Yes. Start envisioning the future. Start having positive visions of what the planet Earth will be. Pay attention. Look up and think about what's actually happening. And the answer is within yourself, according to Simeon. Yeah. Stop looking outside of you and look inside of you. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll do a summary next Friday again about the show. Um, there's a lot of information was provided. We have 60 seconds left, so we have to go. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night, good weekend. Be safe. Night. Oh, yeah. That's it for tonight. The Vera Normal Show. Little Nidge. Marfa Man. Vera Martinez, we're 